Hi, and welcome to the Genesis Podcast. We're so glad to be able to bring a small portion of our community to you through this medium and hope that you'll join us in our endeavor to embolden one another to change the world by effectively representing Jesus Christ. If you would like to know more about who we are as a community, as well as when and where we meet, you can visit us online at thegenesisstory.com. Also, if you have benefited from this podcast in any way or would like to participate in what we're doing here at Genesis, would you consider partnering with us by donating online again at www.thegenesisstory.com. There you can select the giving tab and how you would like to contribute to the general fund or even to the building fund. Remember, we can do more together than we can ever do alone. Thanks for taking the time to be with us. God bless. Good morning, everybody. Welcome, you guys who are here. Welcome to those who are watching on YouTube Live. Uh, Glad that you are able to join us. Uh, Let's pause right now. How's your week been? Everyone have a kind of crazy week? Yeah? All right. (laughs) So this is time where we can pause, we can recalibrate our hearts, our minds, and allow the reality of God to permeate our lives and direct us and influence us. And so we are here for these reasons, as well as to connect with one another and encourage one another in all of these things. So let's pause, let's pray as we get started. Lord, it is important for us to be able to take time and focus on you. And Lord, we know that it is to happen more than one day a week, but at this time, on this day, we are gathered here in the name of Jesus to give you this time, this focus, and once again, our lives as we want change to take place, as we want to have an awareness of you as we desire to grow in this spiritual life. We are here for all these reasons, and we pray that they take place. You would use this time to encourage, strengthen, direct us in our lives, in the many areas where our lives are at. We thank you for this opportunity, and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. A couple of announcements as we get started, and then Randy gets switched over as he joins me here. Um, This Tuesday is our AFA, our Art for Artists, at 7 o'clock here at the building. So you guys are welcome to come and join us, uh, share your art, whatever it is, collaborate with the people who are here and grow in those things and that ability. So that's happening the second Tuesday of every month. And so you guys are invited to join us here. Um, also, the following Tuesday, we have our pact, and that's going to be the stories we tell ourselves, the difference between truth and narration. So that should be an interesting conversation. God, we had a lot of people last um, uh, pack. There's probably about 20 people here. It was a great time. And so you guys are encouraged to join us on these Tuesdays. 
Thursdays, our ladies are meeting and they are going through the book, A Year of Biblical Womanhood. This has been a long time coming. We've wanted to go through this book for a few years. My wife wanted to go through it a few years ago. Others wanted to go through it. We had a pandemic. I think we're still having one. Um, But we are meeting on Thursdays, ladies, to go through this book. If you have not gone through this book or have heard of Rachel Evans, um, powerful book. And again, I've shared a little bit on this. It's not maybe, I mean, you see that title, Year of Biblical Womanhood, and depending on where you come from, it could mean so many things. And if you're coming from maybe a more traditional evangelical background and you have this idea of biblical womanhood, it's not probably what you think it is, but it's good. And so I hope you guys can, you guys, you ladies, can go through that book and join them on Thursdays because that's happening. Friday, this Friday is Good Friday. And we are going to be meeting here at five o'clock. I'm excited about this Good Friday because I have grown, I think, in my understanding of the crucifixion in so many ways. And I hope to be able to share some of those things with you in a way that brings clarity and probably question. You know me, if I'm not making you think, then I feel like I'm not really doing my job because my job isn't to tell you what to think. It is to start a conversation between you and God and let the Spirit of God continue that conversation. And so that's what I hope to do. And then Sunday is Easter Sunday, okay? We are going to have our Easter Sunday service. It's going to be here. We are going to have the canopies outside with some pastries and things for you guys as well. I have no idea how many people will make it here, but we won't have the table set up like it is here in case there's more people. We'll just be able to accommodate you all. And for you guys, maybe you're like wondering, when will I go back to meeting in person? Maybe next Sunday will be the day for you. It'll be a resurrection of you stepping out of your home and coming back to joining us live. And I hope that is the case. We do want to gather together in person because this is a lot more, there's a lot more taking place that happens after our gathering than just me speaking. And then that's part of what church is supposed to be. Remind you also that we are here and able to keep doing what we're doing because of your giving. And you have the various ways. If you go to thegenesisstory.com, you can find the ways to give that are there. And we appreciate those of you who are still faithful in your giving, even those of you who aren't coming in person, who are still sending in through the various means. We are grateful. Those who are listening on the podcast or watching on YouTube, again, we appreciate your support in these areas so that we can continue doing what we're doing. Well, today I'm going to invite Randy back up. And even though it is Paul, Palm Sunday, we had talked about whether we should do something on Palm Sunday or we should review kind of what we have done the last five weeks in our foundations class. And that's kind of the direction we are going to take this morning. Uh, We'll see how it it moves forward with all this. And and as we start, I want to remind you guys who are here and those even online, if you want to post something, I'll check the YouTube uh, later. If you have thoughts, questions, uh, we want them to be encouraged and to 
be able to share those things so that our conversation is not just between Randy and I, but it's between all of us, right? We, we want to definitely help us understand where we are as a community of Genesis and the five foundational things we've talked about before in different you know, uh, ways, maybe using different words, but I think it's important to understand where it is we are coming from and where it is we are going or how we decide where we're going to go. And these foundational things um, have been kind of a part of that in the past and definitely are going to be a part of that moving forward. And thanks to Randy for covering that last week and for Brian's video, which was great. Uh, appreciate those things. And so I guess I'm going to kind of put this on you first, Randy. Um, your thoughts on maybe some of the things that we had um, or questions maybe you have for me regarding Okay, this. so first question, because these are, um, um, they're, they're listed on our website as our core values. Okay. That's been, that's been before my time here. So mm-hmm. did they start with Genesis? Um, pretty early on. Pretty early on. Yeah, pretty, I mean, these were actually taken from Mosaic um, way back when, and we kind of adapted them to our values. And I don't remember what year, but they've been a part of, I mean, I've been kind of going through these things for years now, these five, maybe 10 years, I'm guessing, but it's been a while. So I remember when, um, when I was new here, um, you said that you tried to go through the, the core values with everybody, mm-hmm. maybe once a year or so. I don't know if we did that exactly that way, but... Yeah, we haven't the last two years. But this was very different this time. Yeah, it was a little different. <laughs> and, and I think it's different because I think we're a different community, yeah. right? I, I think it has to change because we change. I mean, one of those values is that the plans and programs must always serve and benefit the people. And, and so as... Genesis looks different, what we do is going to look different. And I think that's important so that we don't get stuck in a place where we're trying to hold on to a way of doing things that is no longer feasible for who we are, mm-hmm. right? And, and we are still figuring out who we are through this pandemic and all the things that have changed. A lot has taken place where we still don't know all the people who are a part of Genesis. I know people who are a part of Genesis who don't come here um, for various reasons, some for health reasons, uh, some for logistical reasons because they're not living locally and things like that. So we have to kind of take those things into consideration too. Yeah. yeah. One of the, um, <clears throat> I mean, we're kind of, we're just going all out of order already because you've <laughs> already said like number three. <laughs> Jeff, let's not go in order. <laughs> but, the, but one of them is that uh, God moves through culture and so will we. Mm-hmm. And, and so even in the last 10 years, culture has changed. So, Yeah, and it's changed a whole lot in the last two years, yeah, right? Exactly. Um, and wanting to, you know, I guess going back to some mm-hmm. of the first core values that we are here for a reason, and that reason is to model the kingdom of God as seen in Jesus Christ, right? We, we believe that that is our purpose, not you know, as an organization, but as the people of God. And, and that's why it's important, like when I say we are here for a reason, it's not the, the organization of Genesis, it's we, the people, right, of Genesis are here for a reason. And understanding that reason is important because, okay, now that we're living in this culture, 
what we don't want to do is move away from what I think the kingdom's intention was, which is to connect people to God. And that can happen online, but it also happens in person, and it needs to have that personal contact, I believe. And so when we're doing it just online, we can lose something that I think was intended to be a part of that, yeah. right? And we, we want to live in this culture where we are definitely doing more and more things online, but we don't want to lose the personal interaction that I think is so important to humanity, <clears throat> right, to us. Um, let me ask you guys, do you guys know of people in the last two years who have checked out, who have just, like, withdrawn from society, do you guys know? I mean, we have. Yeah. I know, I'm like, <laughs> it's like, I have. Um, right? I mean, so we all know people who have done this, or maybe we are a part in doing this. And so this is now the culture that we're living in. How do we reconnect, hmm. right, to people? And it's going to look different. Some people don't really want to get connected again, right? Some people are like, I'm really good being at home, watching online do my shopping online, right? I, I don't have to go out that often. I mean, we, we've saved a ton of money by not going out to eat the last two years, you know, but now I'm wanting to go back and do it again because it's kind of fun and getting, enjoying those things and the food's <laughs> good and we don't have to cook. So all these things are, are changing in our culture, and so we have to kind of navigate these situations. When I was a young church planter, and people would say, oh, yeah, I go to church. And I'd say, what church do you go to? And they would say, oh, I just, you know, it's online. And I would be like, that's not church. It was like young and self-righteous. <laughs> but now in the last two years, it's like, it's like this is where we're at. This, yeah. is, like, this is the only church we get. You know what I mean? It's like, we'll take it. So, yeah, it totally has completely changed. You know, what it, I was reading something like, Years ago, we used to tell people, don't talk to strangers and don't get into anybody's car. And now we call strangers to bring us things in their car <laughs> to, to take us places, right? We call Uber, to talk to someone we don't know, we get in the car, and then we go places. So, yeah, culture has totally changed, right? And we have to understand that. And so what does church mean, right? What, what does this look like today in this culture that has withdrawn? And, and it's going to look different. Now, it's going to look different for us because of who we are and the people that we, we are. But we want to bring that connection, right? See you, Rick. Was it something I said? Let's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's going to look different. And, and this is where I think it takes on a little bit more personal note, right? Because I know that there are people I talk to who are withdrawn, who aren't coming here regularly and just trying to maintain some kind of conversation with mm -hmm. them, right? And sometimes it's difficult. It's like you even, they don't even want to answer their phone. They'll answer a text eventually, but there's so much taking yeah. place, right? Where we're having to do more to stay connected. But then some people, it's no problem, you know? Yeah. And so, I mean, it, it's probably, the last couple of years have probably amplified a lot for people, right? So if you're an introvert, you're maybe more introverted now than you've ever been. Yeah. And if you're an extrovert, you're like, people, I finally get to talk <laughs> to people. You know what I mean? So it's like there's, there's a lot of people that we're just missing because yeah. we need our introverts back. Yeah. I mean, 
just I, I forget who I was listening to or watching something, but it's like um, hugging people. Like we used to always hug people, and now it's like, do I hug? Do I not hug? You know, when I go and do training, I used to always shake someone's hands, and now I'm like, are we shaking hands? You know, what's going on? I mean, yeah, it's like, yeah. And so there's the awkwardness that we're living in, but we have to live into it. It's just what we have to do. And, and so the question again is, how do we recognize we are here for a reason to represent the kingdom of God by loving people in a place where people are wanting to be detached? <clears throat> you talked about the first, the first week you talked about the, kind of the word church. Mm-hmm. You talked about, um, you know, in the Bible, it's, it's really ecclesia mm-hmm. or ecclesia, some people would say. So mm-hmm. ecclesia is like, that's people. Yeah. But yeah, some, at some point in history, that the word church started to mean a place. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when they translated the Latin into German, they translated ecclesia into kirche, which was a building. And it was a place where people would meet and go to church. And so we've kept that. It's like a transliteration. We've kept that word in our translations now. And, and by keeping the word, I think we can lose the meaning, yeah. the original meaning. Um, and it's unfortunate that that happens. And I understand. I still say, oh, are you going to church, right? Yeah. Because that's the word that we use. But we don't want to lose the meaning. We don't want to lose the meaning of this is a gathering of people who share life together and try to, in their lives, represent what we believe and who we believe in which is Jesus. Um, And and that's important. Gosh, it's so important because there are so many expressions of what church or even what Jesus means, right? And so there are a lot of expressions of church and of Jesus that I don't agree with. And I know we've had this conversation. Gosh, we've had this conversation in our talks here. So then the best way to change that is to represent it, is to represent it differently, right? So that people who are marginalized or feel like they're left out don't feel left out, right? And we kind of talk about those things too, you know, later and I won't cover all the things so you can ask the questions and steer it. (laughs) But yeah, it's important that we represent that. And this is going to reclaim, I think, the meaning, at least to the people that we encounter, you know, I don't know that we can reclaim it globally, not yet, but things are changing. Things, I mean, Rick was asking us earlier today, how do you know iPhones are still going to be popular? It's like, I don't know. You don't know. You know right now, it's just the direction. <laughs> you know, do you remember when um, they sued Microsoft? The government sued Microsoft for their web browser, right? What was it? Explorer? What was it called? It was Explorer first. Yeah. Does anyone use Explorer now, right? I mean, I don't, but the government sued them because they were too powerful not too long ago, and it changes, right? And so that's what we see happening, and we have to live into that so that we can make a difference and maybe make that word church mean something totally different again. So, like just 101 right here, right? This church really means people. Mm -hmm. So when we say, I'm going to church, you really are saying, I'm going to meet my people. Yeah, that's right. You guys are my people. 
That's it. Just, just clarifying, because I, I mean, so that's so important to me as a concept mm -hmm. that it's not just a building that you know. This isn't Genesis, the building. Yeah. This is the Genesis building. I think we had that talk when we were like, what are we gonna, you know, the graphic out here, and I'm like, let's call it the building so people know this is the building, but we are the church, <laughs> right? Like, I don't know if we, anyone got that, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but I'm saying it like here, like this is the basics, like this is it, this is important stuff because when you think of church as a place, then you've lost the meaning. Yeah, if it's not the people and it becomes the place, then it's going to lose the power. We'll keep the P's in there. Right? So when, yeah, 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 yeah. People place power, and, right. And speaking of P's, Peter, right? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Jesus said that when he said that, you know. Picked a peck of, anyway. <laughs> when Jesus, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the dad jokes have gone too far. <laughs> There's groaning from the people. Um, uh, no, the, uh, when he said that the, you know, the power of hell shall not prevail against the church. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. He wasn't talking about a building. Right. He was talking about a movement. Right. And, and we are part of that movement. You know, we are part of the revolution that Jesus started. The revolution to say that God is here. The revolution that says God is with you now, right where you are, no matter who you are. God is here, present with you. And we are trying to make that known. Right. Which goes into the next one. The way you make it known is by love. Yes. Right? Love is the reason we are here. It's rooted in love. And, and, you know, that seems so obvious and it seems so cliche. And God is love. We all know those things. But that word has to be rooted in the action. Right? To say God is love and not show love for one another, you know, why do you love, say you love God who you haven't seen when you don't love the people who you do see, right? And, and so John seems to think that the way you show love is by loving people. Yeah. The way you show God is by loving people, right? And, and so I guess we can stop and think, okay, then everything that we do here at Genesis wants to have this signature on it, right? We, we want to have this fingerprint on it. And, and so then you start to look at how and the things that we do. I think of, you know, the year of biblical womanhood. What is that doing? How does that represent these things? And it does in a couple of ways, right? It represents it by helping elevate women, right? The book is kind of really challenging some of the concepts of what women have been placed in a lower role or they can't teach, they can't, you know, uh, be pastors or leaders because, you know, of a couple of verses. And it challenges that in that book. Or, you know, that the programs must serve and benefit the people. Well, that includes women, right? Absolutely. Like Jesus said that the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. And I think we could say that, too, that the church was made for women, not women to just serve you know, the church in a certain place. And so all those things, we want to represent them in the ways that we do the things that we do. And a third way, I mean, we're connecting our women who have mm -hmm. not been able to sit down and talk to each other like that for a long time. So yeah. I know it's, um, <clears throat> I'm always like, what happened, what happened? And Bree's like, we don't talk about what happened, but she, but she will say, we don't talk about, but Bruno. she will say it's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but she will say, that sorry, I've been, I've been, been away with grandkids too long. I'm, I, I thought the same thing. 
but uh, but she did say that it's been really very healing, and I think there's some new friendships and bonds happening. So yeah, that's and, cool, and that's that's what it's all about. Now, I, and the other things that we're doing too, like the art for artists, <clears throat> right? Um, you know, one of the things that you talked about last week is creativity is kind of the natural result of spirituality. Um, I, I don't think we realize, or no, I shouldn't say that. I think we do realize it more and more. But there's been a, a, a lot of people don't realize that God is speaking in many ways, right? And I think the creative process is one of the ways that God speaks. When someone, you know, produces beautiful music, where is that coming from, right? When someone makes a film that makes you weep and moves you um, or, you know, encourages you and makes you want to be a person of, you know, valor or character. Where does that come from? I, I believe that originates in God, mm-hmm. right? I, I believe all these characteristics are the characteristics of God and people get hold of them and they express them through art, through music, through film, through any forms of creativity through uh, cooking, culinary skills, yep. right? I mean, man, I've tasted things that have brought me close to God, you know, in the experience. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's just when we limit it to, no, it has to be words, it has to be a Bible study, it has to be these things, we are missing how God is speaking in the lives of people already, right? When you go play golf, and you hit that shot, and it connects, and you feel like, yeah, that's, you, you're connecting with something. I, I believe all those things are ways of expression in how God has created us and made us. And so I don't have to, hey, you need to come to church and hear this Bible study to you know, connect with God. It's like, no, you can do it on the golf course. You can do it in the kitchen. You can do it in the art class. You can do it in all these places because God is showing up in all these areas, mm. right? And... and we see that in how Jesus communicated with people, how he broke bread with people, how he met fishermen where they were at, how he met tax collectors where they were at, how he met people in the everyday places of life because that's where God is and that's where we need to connect with him. You know? And so I, I think it's important to see these things and allow all the things that we do, the art for artists or the philosophy and critical thinking or the year of biblical womanhood, all to be expressions of how we see God and we want, this is the core values we use to try and connect those dots. Yeah, that's good. I, I think of all those things too, like you said, I mean, if you know, we are here for a reason, that reason is to um, model Jesus that's the short form, right? Mm-hmm. And then we do that by loving people. I mean, how else are you going to love people unless you're like, you know, unless you're doing life with them? Yeah. And 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 sometimes like you might not be doing life with other artists, but if there's a chance for everybody to come together in one place, you have the opportunity to do that. Yeah. And that's that's why those things are so important. Yeah, it really is. It really is connection. I know that the last philosophy and critical thinking class there was a good turnout here and you know the table i was sitting at i know there was a buddhist he didn't say he was buddhist but i'm pretty sure he was just from the things he was sharing and it was great to have a conversation with them and, and not be to allow him to have a voice 
to be able to express himself and to be heard was important. Um, to be able to express myself and the things that you know I'm holding on to is important, and to do it in a place that is open and allows that to happen is important. Otherwise, it won't happen at all. Yeah. Right. They won't be here if that's shut down. They won't be here if they can't express themselves in their art or in their words or in those things. And so, yeah, it's very important to be able to have this open forum to allow the conversations to take place and not be afraid. I heard or read something recently that, you know, so many times we are told, you know, your emotions were to to quench them. We walk by faith, not by feeling right? You've heard that? Yes. Even though that's not what the scripture says, it's not by sight, and it's talking about something totally different. But this idea of feelings are just put down, but they said, you know, there is an emotion that I think is driving a lot of this, and it's fear. Afraid that if I recognize feeling, I recognize emotion, recognizing other people's thoughts or, or concepts, that it's going to, you know, be a deception. I had a, a conversation with someone yesterday I won't mention their name just because I didn't ask if I could, but they were talking to me that they were at another uh, church and that someone asked them about one of their beliefs and they mentioned something about Christ and it was different. And so they kind of put a brakes on them serving because it was different than what mm-hmm. the church held. And so they're going to have a conversation, you know, with the leadership and pastors about these things. And, those are the things that I think we run into when we start worrying so much and putting fear as, oh, I'm afraid you're going to go off the deep end. Instead of maybe God is in the deep end and there's something you can learn and we can bridge that gap between those deep waters and the shore, you know, yeah. in a way that helps you to wrestle with the things you're thinking about, helps us to see God as he's understood in Christ and revealed in Christ and in ways in scripture and help us to have conversations without fear being a problem. You know, well, no, your feelings are all bad. Why did God give me these feelings then, right? You know, and everything goes through our feelings. You know, you're afraid and that's the feeling. You're afraid you're going to make a mistake. That's the feeling. So... Anyway, I got on a little tangent there. <laughs> I was thinking about how, I mean, Jesus was clearly emotional. So it's a funny thing that we say that we should separate that part of us. Yeah, we all become Vulcans, you know. Right. Kind of same, like, just like, <laughs> Spock. <laughs> well, next. Any thoughts or questions that you guys maybe had on those five? Let me kind of just go through them real quick so that you guys know what they are. Um, Will Good Friday service be on YouTube, Pat asks. I don't know, Pat. I'll let you know by the end of our gathering here because i got to check in with Gil. <laughs> um, the five core values. The first one is we are here for a reason. Second one is the reason we are here is rooted in love. The third is plans and programs must always serve and benefit people. The fourth is God moves in culture and so will we. And the fifth is creativity is the result of spirituality. Um, do you guys have any questions or thoughts on any of those? If you do, you know, maybe raise your hand and let us know and we can hear from you as well as just from each other. So I want to throw that out there because we would like this to be a dialogue. And I know afterwards we kind of open up some times for questions in the past. Um, 
we'd kind of like to do that maybe here now, and then we'll just kind of recite it on camera so that it can take place. Um, I think of the other things that we've done, Bibles to people in Haiti, uh, the tens for teens that we did at Christmas, getting a few thousand dollars, giving it to teenagers who are in the foster care system, um, the food for the nurses during the times when the pandemic was high mm-hmm. and the ER, those kinds of things. <clears throat> Again, these are all ways that we want to express God's love tangibly, right? The reason we're doing what we do is rooted in love. And I think those are important things that we do. And I say that because leaning forward in the things that we want to do, we still want to do these kinds of things, right? We've talked about you know, connecting with one of the schools, providing maybe help like we did before the pandemic with one of the local schools and bringing uh, like health care things for the kids, you know, things that the kids don't have, snacks for the kids, supplying it to the school so that they can give it to the kids who don't have some of these things. Those are other areas that we want to do it. And again, it's we want to do it, right? It's not an organization. It is a group of people who contribute to these things, enables us to be able to do these things. So all of those things, too, um, I know we do like the, uh, on the 4th of July, we've tra- traditionally brought some stuff to, to the police department. Right, the warrior for children. Warrior for children. Yeah. Um, there's there's a lot of them, but how do they come about? Is it just somebody says, "Hey, can we do something?" Yeah, usually that's what it yeah, is. Yeah, right? someone says, "Hey, I would like to," you know. I know Brianna has said, "Hey, I want to do something for the policeman," and then we do the gift bags for the police officer on Fourth of July. You know, someone says, hey, I want to do something. Again, holidays, there's things that usually we'd like to do things. They pop up, yeah. But yeah, this is coming from people, right? And then, you know, me talking to my daughter, who's a nurse in the ER. How are you guys? Oh, we're slammed. Would it help if we brought food to you guys? Yeah, we love that. And now, you know, we're friends with the nurses, which can help sometimes if you go in the ER and say, yeah, I'm from Genesis. <laughs> Come on, get it. you know, maybe they'll put you in the head of the line. No, I don't know. That. Don't say that online. Um, We're going to edit but, that out later, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but we want to develop that reputation where we are people who show up tangibly, you know, in the things that we do. So all that being said, if you've got an idea, yeah. I would like to help these people out. Then let's figure out. Yeah, let's talk about it. Let's make it happen. And and it might not happen in a huge volume, right? We don't have thousands of people. So it might happen in a small volume, but hundreds of dollars can feed the nursing staff for the ER for a day, right? And that's what we can do, you know, or bring, you know, $1,000 for the kids uh, Christmas time for the teenagers. And we just gave them cash, you know, or gift cards first, but then they cost us money. So we gave them cash. (laughs) So. You know, those are things that we can do. And so if you have ideas, yeah, bring them up to us. Let us know, and let's see how we can make that happen. And it doesn't even have to happen in a large sense, right? I know a lot of you are still taking food to people, and we don't know about it. You're just doing it because you are staying connected to people, right? It doesn't have to be known to be done but it needs to be done, right? And so 
This isn't about recognition, but if there's a bigger thing and you need more than what you can supply, then you've got a family that can help make those things happen. It's, for example, the, the Warrior for Children thing was a toy drive, mm-hmm. right? And I think Brianna just saw it on, on Facebook, and she was like, hey, look at this. And I was like, let's call them and see if we can get a box at the church. And you guys filled it up in like a week and a half, and we were able to do that for, for kids. So those, those are just, you know, when you see something that you want to fix, right, in our community, then we want to be... We want to be known for that. Yeah, and again, this is why we need your voice because you guys are seeing and hearing things that we won't. Yep. Right? That's why we need the people to be that barometer and let us know the temperature of what's happening around us um, so that we can step into these things as possible. And some things we might be able to do effectively, some things we won't. There's a lot of things I'd like to do, right? But we can't effectively for just, you know, the size that we are and the time it would take. You know, we're all working as well as doing these things. And so, and I think that's good, right? I think it's good because it it shows up in more personal ways, I think, in that way. But if you guys have thoughts on what you would like to see take place or how we can maybe meet the needs, um, then let us know. We are still having our children's uh, church is happening, so that's happening Sundays. If you want to see things happen there, let us know. If you want to participate in making those things happen, let us know so we can get those things going too, right? So there's lots of areas that it can happen. Um, Any thoughts that you have maybe just on the future and what you would like to see take place, maybe this core values kind of spark something for you? I mean, yeah, for me and for, I mean, you know, I, like, I guess, I just want to see us as a family move more mm. in, in this direction, right? Like, move more into, like, being the hands and feet of Jesus mm-hmm. in this city. And I, and I think it's a lot of times we, we start and maybe we think, you know, like I said, I think I said this last week, what can, what can we do? We're a small little church here in mm-hmm. Brooklyn. But what you just said is the difference. Like, we, we can do what we can do. We can start with... with what we what we have now, yeah, and um, and that's all, and that's it. You know, um, it was um, Mother Teresa that said, you know, if you can't feed a hundred people, feed one, and we can do that. Yeah, that's great. Any thoughts? Any input from you people sitting there? <laughs> do you have the core values listed somewhere, Sam? Like, I mean. I know you before it used to be a little thing you get when you walk in the church, but do you have them on a sheet or anything? Or? Are they online? They are on. Uh, if you go to our website and click on. Well, I know how old I am. <laughs> <laughs> you want something printed? You tree killer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean. We might look into printing something up that we have. Yeah, we could probably do something like that. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll do that. We'll, we'll, make, we'll print one out for you, John. <laughs> Just kidding. We used to have a lot of different cards and things. You know, they changed a lot, but we could probably do something that might be good for us to have available for people to know us. Before you went through them, I was going to ask, can you go through those? Because I would have never remembered any one of those to mm-hmm. set up, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, it would be good to have some of those things down. We, I mean, we've we talked about redoing our vision statement just on the website. Maybe it would be good for us to print up a little something that lets people know a little bit more about us so that you guys could have that if you wanted to share it with somebody, you know, who doesn't go for online. Sure. That's good, good feedback. That'd be good. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. The once a month food gathering, doing something. Now, is it like food gathering to give? Or what do you, would you, a meal? Or just getting together and eating? No, I'm all for eating together, yeah. Yeah, no, I, we used to do once a meal month, or once a month meal. Got that. My dyslexia kicking in. So, yeah, we used to do something like that, and I'd love to see something like that happen again. You know, it's kind of a potluck people come here and eat. We can look into that. We'll see how the expense. I know we were talking about doing something like that but for Easter, but everyone goes out to eat afterwards with family for Easter, so we're just going to do pastries and stuff like that. So just for those of you watching online, if you didn't hear, Kirk's talking about, again, just having a meal with someone, going out and eating with them, you know, kind of breaking down. So that's definitely a thing that we can do, you know, with people. And so, yeah, we'd love to start maybe having some food here again, gatherings. We, I mean, we're trying to just meet again, right? I mean, it's starting to happen more and more. Um, again, it's a strange place out there, you know. I mean, I still see people, you know, wearing masks and then some people not, you know, and some people alone in their car wearing a mask and I'm like, okay, you know, I mean, it, there, there's, but you know what, I, we kind of laugh at those things, but someone's afraid, right? And I want to be aware of that fear. If, if I'm going to do something, I don't want to disregard that there's still a lot of fear out there for some people. And maybe there's reasons, you know, that I'm unaware of. Maybe they do have health issues or things like that. So we just want to keep all those things in, in mind as we move forward. But we are moving forward. I mean, all of us are here without masks right now, you know, and we want to meet as we can so that we can gather together and meet with one another. And food is definitely a big draw. Yes, Mary. I love that. So again, for those of you online, she just you know wants to be able to bless people, to give them back, to show them some tangible form of love. And that's great. That's definitely, we want to make more and more opportunities for that. So, and hopefully that's what this happens here, on, even on Sunday, right? I mean, when we stop filming and I shut up, right, you guys are going to keep talking. And you guys are going to develop relationships. Maybe you'll go out to eat with somebody or you'll meet with someone during the week. All these things are supposed to happen, right, as part of a community. And, and we want to see those things happen and make opportunities for those things to happen, you know. I love that the building's being used more and more with the different things that are going on. And so hopefully that continues. You know, we want to have this space. If we're going to be paying the money for it, the whole point was to be able to use it as often as we can. And so that's good. Those things. Well, again, the whole point of these core values is to guide us in how we move forward. You know, we want to move forward and do things that are in line with this, line with what we believe Jesus was in line with, you know. And so this is what directs us to do the things that we do. Um, and we'll see how that plays out in the future. I think the biggest thing for me uh, is not wanting to put a burden on people 
because I have an idea of what I want. You know what, guys? I want to feed the community. We're going to start a food program. And you all are going to come here on Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. and cook. And then we're going to put the food out on, at, you know. And great, Sam, you had this, all, I, this whole idea, and it, it was at the expense of everybody. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to do that. I, I don't want to put programs in place that the people aren't behind. Have you ever seen someone talk about something that they love and their eyes light up? Like if you ask me about my grandkids, if you guys talk to me about my daughter now being pregnant, you are going to see my life glow, right? Because it's important to me. It means something to me. And then you see someone talking about work or something that they're not really interested in and it like the whole mood can change, right? When people are passionate about things, it shows and it's contagious, right? And so what's, what we want to do is set everyone's heart on fire with something so that it, the things of God ignite you and the passion is there and then it is contagious to us and we want to participate in those things because it's coming from a place that's important to you, right? That's what has to happen. It's not just a program we put in place and this is a good thing, so we're going to make it happen. No, it's got to be a passion of somebody that catches on to us. And yeah, I, I feel that passion. I want to join that. You know, and that's what we've been doing throughout our history. You know, whether it's in Haiti, whether it's in the food programs, and some things have been good, some things have been okay. You know, I mean, but they're all coming from a place of passion where we want to share the love of God as we see it. Sound good? That's it. All right, you guys. Well, let's close out here. And again, everyone who's here still, you guys are welcome to stay here and talk, and we can ask some more questions if you want. I don't know why you wouldn't do it online, but it's okay. We can do it afterwards if you want to. Um, But let me close just in prayer. God, we are grateful for the ability to talk and grow and learn from each other. And our prayer is that we would do this more and more and that this would be a community of people who wants to live life together and see the world change for the better because that is what you have taught us in your life. We thank you for that, Jesus, in your name. Amen. May the Lord grow your heart so that it is welcoming for those around you and may you love for God be seen in how you live with others. God bless you guys. Take care. Oh, wait, Gil, Friday, did you just close us out or are we still? No. Okay. Friday, would we be able to do a recording for Good Friday? Uh, I don't know. Okay. We're not, yeah. Uh, Pat, I'm going to say no, the Good Friday won't be uh, live. I'm sorry about that, but I don't think it will. If it changes, we'll let you know. All right. All right, you guys, take care. God bless. You have been listening to the Genesis Podcast. We invite you to join us at one of our weekly gatherings. You can find more information at www.thegenesisstory.com as well as opportunities to help financially support this podcast. Thank you for listening.